Well, Robert Mueller has handed his report to Bill Barr. Let's talk about what we know about it. Dies in your house. Exclusively on Least Coast Radio. elected a Democrat? New York 11 is Staten Island, the most Trumpian place in New York City. Elected a Democrat. Don't try to tell me it wasn't a wave. Robert Mueller isn't the only person investigating Trump now. We have the House Intel Committee is now chaired by Adam Schiff and they have subpoena power. And he will use it. And he will get to the bottom of this, like he's been trying to do for the last two years, and Devin Nunes has been stymieing him. Devin Nunes is no longer the chairman. The midnight runs to the White House are over. I made a promise to the listeners of East Coast Radio that if the Democrats did not mess up November, that if November 6th went our way, that we would have a little fun here on East Coast Radio. And if you stay tuned, I promise you this. Along with our fighting fascism and trying to save democracy, we will have a little fun. Because we earned it. Keep it locked to East Coast Radio. Remember, we got dies in your house at the end of the week. We got the Jay Parks podcast at the beginning of the week. Every week, East Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Get us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jporks, and follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio. Let's punch fascism in the face, one podcast at a time. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. Hey, yo. Who's in the house dies in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is the weekend. We are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. It's Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Right now in America, the least heard voices are the sane ones. East Coast Radio is the vehicle we use in which to fight fascism. The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't want that in America, but it seems that even though that's not what we ordered, that's what we're getting. And that's why my podcast went from funny guy who made comments about 
the lineups of music festivals to all resistance all the time. And it's it's not my fault. It's because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a young kid anymore. But I'm not old either, so I'm going to be here for a while. And I don't want to grow old and my country is ruined because some orange despot wannabe cunt monkey decided to the the best bet for his business would be to run for higher office now the Mueller report was given to Bill Barr now I have all sorts of conspiratorial thoughts on this but first I just want to take a second let's talk about what we know about the Mueller report what we know about the piece of paper that was handed to Bill Barr on Friday. We don't know anything. We don't know anything about what's in that report. So any journalist who says a DOJ representative on Deep Background said this, or, you know, they tell me no more further indictments. Well, the indictments could be sealed. So let's just back up a second. No more further indictments means nobody is getting indicted. Now, Jul nobody's new is getting indicted who has not been... Who the grand jury has not deemed indictable. The, um... The Ecuadorian embassy is told to have lots of law enforcement there. And I hear there's a DOJ plane in Ecuador surrounding Assange but uh, that is none of that is confirmed and the WikiLeaks trolls on on Twitter are are real deal trolls like you they really bungle up the issue so I we don't know if Julian Assange is being taken in or if he's just under indictment that was accidentally revealed but to talk about what we already know I saw a thread yesterday by my buddy Greg Oliar and I just wanna, you know, list what what is going on. Like, so we don't know what happened. We don't know what's in that report. But here's what we do know. And this is again, follow Greg Oliar on Twitter at Greg Oliar, and he is the author of Dirty Rubles: An Introduction of Trump Russia. I had him on my podcast a couple of months ago. He's a great guy. So. The Mueller report is in. So far, here's what we got. Paul Manafort ran Trump's campaign from June through August 2016, a period that includes most of the known Trump-Russia meetings, and he's in prison. Michael Cohen, Trump's personal attorney and bag man, facilitated payments to key individuals to protect and assist Trump. He is going to prison. Mike Flynn, Trump's first military supporter and his national security advisor, was involved in all kinds of shady dealings we barely even know about. He is going to prison. Roger Stone coordinated with WikiLeaks, which is Russian intelligence, which is a Russian intelligence op, to help Trump win the election. He is under indictment. Julian Assange, a cutout and liaison between Russia and the Trump campaign, is likely being arrested as I type this and will be extradited to the U.S. Donald Trump Jr. communicated with WikiLeaks and broke federal law by having the Trump Tower meeting th that with known Russian agents. That happened. He was on the cover of Time. Jared Kushner lied repeatedly on his FS on his F 
on his SF-86s. And that was the least of it. That all happened. Elliot Brody, with Cohen as a deputy finance chair of the RNC, did all kinds of illegal collusion-y things. That all happened. Eric Prince, Jeff Sessions, Brett Kavanaugh, Matthew Whitaker, and others have all lied to Congress, committing perjury. That happened. There is tape. Ivanka Trump allegedly used a real estate bond boondoggle in Baku to launder money for the Iranians. The New Yorker reported on this. It happened. Trump's crimes are so manifold, I'm tired of writing about them. He is guilty. He obstructed justice on the regular. He violated the Emoluments Clause on the regular. Oh, and he's a rapist. That all happened. This feels like a dark moment. I have been optimistic throughout these agonizing months. I remain optimistic now. Trump will not be exonerated. We shall prevail. End. And that is Greg Oliar breaking down what we got so far. Now, as I want to be normal with this here, and I'm going to say, cool, that'll make sense and people are going to jail or they're under indictment. But here's a couple of questions I have. Roger Stone doesn't have court until November. If the Mueller report is handed in and that's done, who's prosecuting Roger Stone? The WikiLeaks-Roger Stone connection, that, to my knowledge, wasn't handed off to any other prosecutorial team, Southern District, Eastern District. I know he's being charged in the, I know he's seeing Amy Berman Jackson, Judge Amy Berman Jackson, I know that, but I don't know exactly, like, if, if special counsel brought those charges, who'd they pass it off to? And again, I'm not, I'm not exactly a legal scholar here, but here's what I know. We just named all these people. Flynn, Manafort, Cohen, Brody, the RNC, in turn the NRA. All of these people have been part of the Russian the Russian active measure to get Trump in office. This has all happened. So let's pretend, theoretically speaking, and first let me just say this. I'm going to rip my hair out if I turn on the TV one more time and I hear people saying, well, you know, I wouldn't be worried about this because the uh, Robert Mueller handed off investigations to the SDNY and other and state attorney generals are suing the Trump administration and they're all going to, you know, and it's all going to come crashing down. I mean, you say that, but I watched Paul Manafort supposed to get 25 years in jail and got seven. I watched Roger Stone's uh, violate his gag order and not go to jail. He put a picture on Instagram of the judge in crosshairs and he didn't get sent to prison or held in contempt of court. He's got a book that he's still allowed to push on the internet even though he's under a gag order. So you're telling me, so let's just, let's just map it out. So you're telling me that there was a Trump Tower meeting 
in June 2016 that featured Paul Manafort, that featured Don Jr., that featured Jared Kushner, that featured a Russian lawyer with ties to the Kremlin who was representing Kremlin interests, who was claiming to have dirt on Hillary Clinton. These people met in a hotel room to discuss this, lied to Congress about it, and the only one going to jail is Paul Manafort, and it's for not even for that? So you're telling me that the... And again, we don't know anything. Step back. We don't know anything. Okay? We haven't read the report. The report's not public. But as of right now, you're telling me that all of those guys... That that's legal? That that's okay? And you mean to tell me that Trump knowing about it is okay? Don't tell me he didn't know about it. You mean to tell me every single person on his campaign was colluding with the Russians and he was just doing it, trying to be an honest, honest, uh, politician guy? Listen, I got, I got a couple of bridges to sell you, but they're half off until seven if you believe that crap, okay? It's impossible to believe. Russia, if you're listening... We, 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 we're meeting with Putin alone. Relieving, Oleg Deripaska's sanctions have been lifted. Now, we had, we had sanctions against Russian oligarchs. And they lifted the one against Oleg Deripaska. Oleg Deripaska's the guy that Paul Manafort stole the money from. Stole, air quotes. Oleg Deripaska's the guy that Manafort went to work for Trump for free for. Because he thought that that would, quote, make him whole with Oleg. Paul Manafort gave polling data to Konstantin Kilmanek, who is Russian intelligence. Not believed to be Russian intelligence. There is no believed or formerly. That doesn't exist. Once Russian intelligence, always Russian intelligence. We got Paul Manafort... Slipping polling data to Konstantin Kalimnik in a cigar bar. No answers to that. Again, we haven't read the report. We don't know what's going to happen. But Greg Oliar says Trump will not be exonerated. That needs to be true for democracy. Because let me tell you something, okay? Let's pretend the Trump campaign... Instead of everybody being white, let's pretend that everybody is black or brown or a minority of some sort. All of these people would be in prison and the key would be thrown away and there wouldn't even be a fucking trial. So don't you dare tell me that America's some equality fucking haven. It's not. It's not. And if you look at the criminal justice system, you can tell. You can see it. You have a campaign that colluded with Russia that's getting away with it. They're getting away with it. And he's going to win re-election. Book it right now. March, tw March 23rd, 2019. J. Pooks says that this will give Trump another election. And then any sealed indictments will run the statute of limitations. And then he's going to walk away from this. And run Fox News or something. And America's gonna be screwed. 
That's what's gonna happen. I'm sorry if I don't feel so confident in my justice system right now, because if I'm on the street smoking a small amount of marijuana, I'll get thrown in fucking prison. But if I had money, and if I was some rich, powerful white guy, that wouldn't happen. There's no way. First of all, well, the committees are going to investigate. Jay, they've got all these committees and they're going to investigate. That's good. But if Robert Mueller, who took down crime families in the past, if Robert Mueller, who ran the FBI, who took down Enron, you know what I'm saying, who ran the FBI during, like, 9-11, if Robert Mueller couldn't indict Trump's kids, couldn't indict Don Jr. for straight lying to Congress, then I'm sorry that democracy is dead! The rule of law is over, and we need to start making other plans about our future. Oh, they need to release the Mueller report. Okay, cool. Release it. What is it gonna be? You think anybody that voted for Trump understands anything in that Mueller report? Do you think they do? No. They're the new Klutz clan! They don't care about that. They care about that wall being finished that was never started. They care about those tax cuts that they never got if they look at their taxes. They care about, you know, all those farmers who had to be given, you know, aid from the government because, you know, uh, tariffs. And they got farmers underwater in some states because climate change. But, you know, we ignore that too. Trump is not just a danger to America. Trump is a danger to the world. And we, as Americans, need to really find a way out of this. And if you're somebody, if you're running for office, if you're somebody that's thinking about who to vote for, if you're thinking about, you know, talking to people about politics, here's what you have to understand. Here's one thing you have to understand. 2020 has nothing to do with the Trump voter. The person that voted for Trump is going to vote for Trump again. That's what they do. They don't like brown people. It's an excuse to be racist. They'd rather own the libs than own a democracy. That's what they'd rather do. They'd rather live in, a, in an autocracy, in a totalitarian government, than you know, have the rule of law. Those people don't care. So, Republicans who are like 22% of Americans, you can't spend the next two years trying to peel Trump voters off and try, oh, how do we appeal to the middle of the country, the white working class? Listen, I got news for you. I saw a, 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 a thing that a map of the United States that was talking about the Electoral College. <laughs> and it had all this red in the middle. And they're like, you see? They, they, Democrats want to make it so a Republican, even with this amount of red, can never be president. Well, no, we. it's not going to be fair until it's one person, one vote. And that's just how it is. And that's why, that's why we can't impeach. Oh, gee, what are you talking about? Well, if you think about it this way, the House is more like the popular vote, you know? Because there's districts and stuff like that. Each district gets their own representative. So basically, the House represents more of America than the Senate does. 
The Senate is more like the Electoral College, where it's harder for Democrats to win. Because every time Republicans get in power, instead of helping Americans, what they do is they turn around, they rewrite laws to see how they can help Republicans get reelected. You know, hmm, let's get rid of the Fairness Doctrine. Oh, they got weapons of mass destruction. Oh, oh. we'll pardon this guy. That's what they do. And every time Democrats come into power, they do the same thing. They do that kumbaya shit. And we're going to try, you know, we're going to try to better the country. And we're not going to do any of the underhand tactics that the Republicans did. Because maybe if they see us being normal, then they won't do that. What do they do? They get reelected and they do it. So right now, the only way to stop, and I'm dead ass, dead ass. The only way to stop Trump right now is to take back that Senate in 2020. That's the only chance America has of getting this clown out of here. Because the only reason we can't impeach is be not because... It's not because he didn't do it. But if you tr impeach him, which he will be impeached, and then they'll go to the Senate for a trial, the Senate is no way will convict. You can't get two-thirds of the Senate to convict. Not with these Trump assholes. Not with these Trumpian clowns. Not with Lindsey Graham running the show over there. and Mitch McConnell, chicken neck. It's just, it's just crazy what's going on with our country right now. So, I mean, our country is way past Obama wearing a helmet to ride a bike. And here's what I, I mean, really, what I would really like is that maybe, so like, it's okay to collude with foreign governments then, right? It's okay. I mean, I've been told that it's okay. So if it's okay, how about these Dem candidates, how about they... You know, these 2020 Dems, why don't they, you know, meet with some foreign countries and, you know, tell them to hack our election? It's okay, right? That's what we've been told. We've been told that basically, so what? Now, again, we don't know anything. We haven't seen the Mueller report. Do I think it's weird that, I mean, listen, do I think it's weird that the... That there are people calling for the Mueller report to be released without knowing what's in it? Yeah, I do. I do think that's a little strange. And I do think that's going to set a, a, a precedent that's going to turn out bad in the future for those congressmen but, and women. But I can't for the life of me understand how we became... I mean, I know how we became this divided. The Republicans let a racist New Klux Klan member hijack their party. And for some reason, it has not destroyed their party. Their party still thrives. They still control the Senate. If we can take back the Senate in 2020 and maintain the House, we can remove Trump from office. We could do that. The problem is that in, it, impeachments become political. It shouldn't be political. Impeachment is, if you commit high crimes and misdemeanors, you get removed from office. That's what it, it is. Now, Pelosi said it's, you know, he's not worth it. And I get what she means. I get what she's saying. 
She's saying if we start the process now, it's going to divide the country even more than it is now. And not for nothing, it's just going to hype up Trump voters to vote again. It's just going to make more people want to vote. It's going to have the opposite effect that, that the Bill Clinton impeachment had. Well, it's going to have the same effect, actually. Bill Clinton was getting impeached and his approval rating rose. Now, he was getting impeached for something that was stupid, but nonetheless, I'm just telling you how it works. People think that investigations into Trump are like, oh man, they're trying to get him. They're not trying to get him. They're, well, they're trying to get him in the same way that, you know, homicide detectives want to catch a serial killer and the way, you know, uh, municipal cops want to write tickets, parking violations, and the same way state troopers pull you over, they're looking for people on the highway speeding. You know? The same way counterintelligence officers look for terrorists. This is their job. This is what they do. And if you are somebody who is a criminal, and that's what Trump is, let's never forget, this guy is a criminal his whole life. He's never not been a criminal. He's never once... He's never followed the rules of law, ever. And what did he do? He goes and runs for president. He goes and he runs for the highest office in the land, for the leader of the free world. And because of Russians, and Jill Stein, and Bernie Sanders, and people that care more about emails than governing, we are stuck here with America burning to the ground. And I don't... I don't know. I, I just don't. I just don't see how it's possible that there's going to be exoneration. I just can't see it. Not only can I see exoneration, but... I mean, I've been watching this investigation for the last two years. Obstruction of justice is something that was going on every single day. Witness intimidation is something that was going on every single day in this investigation. And Nixon got brought down for the cover-up. So what is going on with our country that people care more about electing their the person that they think is doing the best thing for the country, doing the best thing for their party, versus somebody doing the best thing for their country. I mean, I say I can't imagine, I can't see exoneration happening. I can't, I can't see Trump being president, so. Folks, the completion of the Mueller report makes this situation more dire, not less. It proves that rich and powerful people are still, you know, in charge of this country. It is not America the Beautiful, it's America Incorporated. And if you got a company, if you got a brand, if you're a white person with money or who used to have money, you can just skate through America, you can break laws, you can collude with foreign governments, you can work as foreign actors, and none of that matters. That's 
what the Mueller report is telling us as it gets turned in. It's also telling us nothing because we don't know anything about it. Again, I've sat here for 20 minutes with rampant speculation. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. I was even watching Maddow last night, and Maddow was saying that. You know, more will come out of this. And I get it. I should be happy that the Southern District of New York and all of these investigations into the Trump organization, I, I should be happy that these are going on. And I am. But when, when, when are the dividends? When do, when does it pay? When's the, when's the payoff? Where's the punchline? Because the punchline is going to be eight years of Republican control. Off a fake fucking hacked election. Then America's in worse shape than we thought. I can't. It's like it's impending sense of doom. And is this clown tweeted? He hasn't tweeted. What does that mean? Is that good? Is that bad? He usually tweets to distract. If he's not tweeting, does that mean there's nothing to distract from? This guy spent two years saying that Robert Mueller and 13 angry Democrats were conflicted and out to get him. So if they say he didn't do anything, does he take that back? No, of course not. Then he's going to start saying that Robert Mueller's a, a war hero. Robert Mueller's an American hero. So full of shit. So, again, as usual in this country, the Department of Justice is not going to bail us out on this one. So what we need to do is vote. And, I said a couple minutes ago, we can't, we're not peeling off Trump voters. We're not talking about middle America. It's not about that. One person, one vote. And since, you know, it's usually not that, we're going to use the internet to reach out to people in these states. And we're going to talk to them. Not people that voted for Trump. People that didn't vote. Most of America didn't vote. And that's shameful. And we need to get more people out to vote. These people that are just turning 18. The felons in Florida who are allowed to vote now. People who have felt disenfranchised in the past about voting. Look at your television screen. If that orange clown wannabe despot, the guy that with diarrhea of the mouth, who never says any words that make any sense, if seeing that guy with the nuclear codes is okay, if you if that's not the most incentive you need to vote, then I don't know what to tell you. Then then maybe. Maybe you're the U.S. history, the government class that you took in 8th grade. Maybe that didn't work. Maybe it didn't take. Sick, sad world, man. We have to now focus our attention, our attention on 2020 and making sure that a Democrat gets elected president. And that means that we're not going to spend the primary... I'm not going to spend the entire primary 
taking shots at other Democrats. I only know one Democrat that hired a team that does that. I only know one Democrat that hired people that wrote for the that wrote for the Intercept. I don't know one person that's got like Sean King on his payroll on Twitter. Come on now. A healthy primary means discussing the issues. It doesn't mean shoot at each other until one of you gets to the general and you're wounded. Doesn't mean that. So Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker. Let's go. These are people I like. I don't want to hear, I hear, and all I hear from Warren is policy. That's all I hear. I like that. I wish more people would talk about policy. Alright. Well, we come to the end of another action packed edition of Dies in Your House. Remind you that we're here every weekend fighting fascism on Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. You can subscribe on t- on uh, YouTube. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. <coughs> or you could even follow us on Twitter at Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. Jay Porks dies in your house. <laughs>